forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast, Scary, scary stories, stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. It's a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, real ghosts, pretend scares, actual <laughs> thoughts, and pretend thoughts. It's hosted by two comedians who've been friends for 13 years. And, and those comedians are we. And that's us. I'm Anna. We already said that. We did. But you know what? Just in case someone was like struggling with their um, earbuds to get in, like that's Anna. I'm Andrew. We are the yeah. host of this podcast. Uh, welcome. I just checked my calendar to see what day it was. And every day just said, all work and no play makes but adult poop. <laughs> that I'd just been typing that over and over. That sounds like a pretty perfect segue into something that Anna <laughs> and I are both so thrilled about, which is yet another special guest. <gasps> It's our dear friend. You know her on Twitter. She's one of the funniest. She writes for a little show called The Tonight Show. It's Rachel Winitsky. Yay. Hi, Rachel. <laughs> I mean, boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Those ghosts, they like you. They're just saying what they say. Oh, man. <laughs> um, listeners with children who complain that we swear sometimes <laughs> will recognize Rachel as the voice of the Story Pirates podcast. That's yes. right. My nieces oh. and nephews are big fans. Well, good. They better be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, uh, something that is maybe personal to share is that you and your husband, David, mm -hmm. who uh, is with you on the couch, yes. you guys like to, and behind you right now, we're all FaceTiming. You can see that you guys take old timey photos on the boardwalk yes. in Maryland, is it? <laughs> in De in Delaware, actually. In Delaware. Wow. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, Delaware. So. Yeah, so you guys sort of look, it's like looking at pictures of you as a ghost behind you during yes. the podcast. Yes, we have a tradition every year where we go to the beach in Delaware for a week with David's family. They've been doing it since he and his brothers were kids, but I joined in on the tradition 800 years ago or however. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> that's right, you're an old ghost. <laughs> and and uh, they have one of those old-timey photo stores where you get – uh, dressed up and you sit on a set and you have this like summer employee take a photo of you and then you spend like $120 getting one <laughs> one print and two keychains. <laughs> and we've been doing it I think for for seven summers and last summer I couldn't make it to the beach because of work and so um, David took a picture alone with his mom. <laughs> oh my god. That's is the nice. theme is the theme always the same? Because I feel like some are kind of like old west ones. Yeah, they're so they they have like I want to say three very distinct sets. Like they have yeah. a piano, and we did kind of like a twenties jazz where I'm sitting oh, at the sure. piano. They have a saloon, so we did the saloon. They have a bathtub, so there's one where we're sitting in the bathtub. <laughs> it's really cute. Was that your save the date photo for your wedding? I think the bathtub? yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It was. Yeah. Where oh, yeah. we are in full Victorian garb sitting in the bathtub holding rifles like we're waiting. <laughs> I mean, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's that like you have to take a bath before the robbery. 
Exactly. But you accidentally got dressed first and now you're mad. Exactly. It makes me laugh so much, especially imagining aliens and millions of years after all life on Earth is gone, finding these photographs and being like, wait, what? It, the actually, time what? travelers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like to think about like if we have kids, like that they would be burdened with these photos the way that like – you kind of like when you pass down photos of your ancestors and like my yeah. grandmother to this day, you know, will be like, where's the photo album from yeah. whatever. And I'm like, I don't know, in the garage somewhere. But like we're going to be like, here are 40 like shitty quality digital photos of like us in costume. Oh, well, it'll be I'm- like, how old are they? A parade through my weight gain. <laughs> <laughs> Come with me and you'll see the effects wow. of all my maturation. It's so rude. Kill me. I, if you've ever gone back too far in looking at your own Facebook profile pictures and then it goes oh to your God. first one and it's like, <gasps> just I know. how I like disparate that. the jawline is. I watch myself getting thinner and less happy, which is a nice trade-off. <laughs> I feel bad for people who have like good times in their 20s. That oh must be God. really hard. I know. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, thank God I was miserable. <laughs> you know what's Speaking funny? Of- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you go. No, you go. So what's <laughs> funny about those like old-timey pictures is at Disney World, there used to be at Pirates of the Caribbean, you used to be able to like get into full pirate costumes and have your picture what? taken with like an animatronic. Whoa. And my family always loved it. We would get them done every year. And all of them, I'm like too young to really understand what's happening. So in every picture, <laughs> I am dead serious, like holding a gun that's way too heavy. Like <laughs> I'm I'm really like, what is happening? <laughs> Why are That's we nice? Yeah, but um, but we asked at Disney World, like, well, what are, can we get our picture? And they were like, oh, no, 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 we don't do that anymore. And they were acting very strange about it. And then a friend of mine who used to work at Disney World was like, oh, yeah, the problem was is that people like it was such a health hazard oh. to just have costumes that thousands of people would try oh on God. every day. I'm sure, between lice, lice. I, the word scabies was mentioned. Oh, my <laughs> scabies. God. Which, you gotta um, get scabies. Yeah, Florida feels like the place where scabies would thrive. It's just yeah. like they haven't they haven't figured it out yet. They haven't fully made the move. It's the same thing as like gator tots. Like it's <laughs> inherently Florida. There are other places that have it, but um, um, I also passed a billboard today for well, that was of a child hugging Chewbacca. That was an advertisement for the Star Wars oh. um, thing at Disneyland. And yeah. I, Jason and I realized that. Hugging characters like once things reopen is just not going to happen anymore. Oh yeah. my god! Like it, maybe it'll be like every character has like a fun pose that you can do with right. them. Right, wave from afar. That sucks. Uh, to me, that's why you go to Disney is to yeah. hug the characters. <laughs> and if I can't go to Universal Studios and hug a minion, I don't know if I'll ever go again. <laughs> Rachel, do you remember when we went to Universal Studios last year and there was a minion that was Chinese New Year themed? Yes. Yeah, it and, was all dressed up. I had my picture just taken. Like, we all they did. didn't think it through. It, it was sort of just like, uh, yeah, okay, the, the minion, it's Chinese New Year. We're just going to have him dressed. It was just like. <laughs> he's truly- a dragon. He's red. I can't do this right now. Go. Just go. Go, 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 go. I still got to pick. Still oh got God, a pick. It's Speaking a good of one. getting a pick, um, mm-hmm. Rachel, have you ever? Oh, we we ask all our guests this: Do you have reason to believe that you have seen, experienced, smell, heard, or touched a ghost? <laughs> 
or oh experienced God, one through a friend or a family member. Smell a ghost would be so. <laughs> we had a smell ghost last episode that we turned really? out to just be the radiators turning on, which I loved. Whoa! Yeah. What if I was like, there is a ghost that is stinking up my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> this ghost is lactose intolerant, but will not modify. <laughs> oh my! I mean, because it's that ghost ate something. Thing. Yeah, it's like you know when it how ghosts are stuck in a painful memory. It's mm-hmm. like that. That's where they had they had Haagen-Dazs ice cream once without taking a whatever uh, exactly. without taking uh, yeah. a lactate, yeah. and now yeah. it's a fart ghost for eternity. <laughs> it's a fart ghost, Slimer. Um, I f- I feel like I am agnostic when it comes to ghosts. Mm-hmm. In that, like I do believe in them, but I have they have yet to appear to me. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. In person, but I but I believe in them. And when people tell me ghost stories, I'm like, yeah, that sounds that checks out to me. Well, there are certain people I feel it who will tell you a ghost story, and they're like, so basically, like you know how every house I've ever lived in has been haunted, and you're like, <laughs> really? Hmm. Has it? <laughs> Um, that's, that's the person who's like, so basically there's this ghost that's just like making my bathroom smell like shit. Uh, <laughs> that's such a great out too. Like just embarrassing behavior. Oh my God. This ghost yeah. doesn't clean up its toenails. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. The ghost put like pubic hair all inside <laughs> oh the God. drain. <laughs> oh no. It just won't uh, rinse off because uh, it's a ghost. <laughs> it, it also checks out, Rachel, because you are a lover of uh, scary adjacent things like what yes. what's the show that you're watching now on netflix oh, the uh, it's called legacies legacies and it's what sort of a that? hot hot ghost teen show yes well it's like monster ah. it's kind of yeah it's, it's more monster so far but it's based it's it is a it's a spin-off of the originals which is a spin-off of vampire diaries so it is a copy <laughs> of a copy Whoa. oh my god and it wow. shows um, wow. But it's my f- absolute favorite kind of show, which is like paranormal, soapy t- paranormal teen romance. Are the teens ghosts? No, no. They're like, they're like paranormal. It's like a school for paranormal teens. Oh, but okay. Oh. They're not like all that. magic. Like some of them are werewolves. Some of them can see through walls. Some of Spooky them. Spooky X-Men. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. They're like paranormal X-Men. And they're all hot but TV hot and they all f- fight monsters that got released out of this scary knife. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you gotta know? watch out for a scary knife because – and you can't – listeners, you can't let the monsters out of your scary knives. You absolutely can't. Do you know how many times I've almost let the monsters out of one of my scary <laughs> knives? <laughs> it's embarrassing. Like I get – it's like getting bed bugs where you're like, I can kind of see how that – was a little bit maybe on you, but it yes. happens to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like just keep your suitcase out of your bedroom for a couple days before you get back, like after you get back from a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it um, in the tub. Put it in the tub. <laughs> and speaking of in going into things, yeah. today we have a scary story. Yes. That it, it's about something going into <laughs> – sorry, I'm usually wow. better with segues. <laughs> <laughs> This Anna, honestly, one out of eighty-one is not bad. Your segues are always so good in every episode, and this is. And speaking the- of places touching speaking air, of. it's true though. This is about a thing going into a thing. Rachel, did you have any relationship with the scary stories to tell in the dark books growing up? Um, 
No. I Have I been so boring so far? I'm like, I've never seen a ghost. No. I've never read a book. Um, no. You're honest. No. You're honest. Your, your candor is refreshing. Um, I feel like I am very specific uh, in that I am obsessed with ghosts and all spooky stuff and have like truly no personal experience with any of it. Great. Uh, but also was absolutely terrified of all scary things growing up. Like, like all of the spooky stuff I was interested in was like out of adulthood. Like mm. I would watch, are you afraid of the dark as a kid? And I got so scared. I like swore off. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I that was show like, was too scary. I know. They were like, are you afraid of the dark? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Click. Show <yeah>. over. <laughs> Turn it off. Um, I knew that these stories existed, but like, I don't think I would have been able to read them as yeah. It's it's really interesting because like the relationship I think there are kind of two camps and one of them is your camp Rachel which I think most kids are probably in which is like those are books you'd see at the library and be like I'm I'm self possessed enough that I'm not going to subject myself to something so terrifying <laughs> like yes I why was would like I do not that? for me yes yeah. you correct. want you you wanted to peak terribly but you didn't let your curiosity overwhelm you. Yes. <laughs> you didn't you didn't let that be a reason to harm yourself with the scare. Precisely. And like anytime I did let myself like harm myself with the scare, it was very <laughs> harmful. Like I would watch a scary movie at a sleepover, even though I was like, I know that the smart thing to do is pretend to pee my pants and go home. <laughs> and then I would be terrified smart. for like weeks. <laughs> smart thing. <laughs> <laughs> typical, <laughs> typical bookworm move. Brainiacs are always saying. Uh, I'm sorry, no, I can't I stay and watch the scary movie because I um, uh, I shit my pants. I have to go. <laughs> I shit my pee. <laughs> I shit my pee. Shut up and poop my pee. <laughs> oh my god. Oh fun. One of the um, best moments. So we we selected we selected a story for you, Rachel. Yes. Uh, based on uh, old timey like women glamour. Yeah, that's Which we me. felt like would be a good match for you. <laughs> Thank you um, so much. And that story is called Rings on Her Fingers. <laughs> uh, Lady Bird starts choking on air. <laughs> <laughs> I love when a dog does that and then throws up like a mound of grass. <laughs> and the dog's okay. like, oh, what? I don't remember that. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Rings. On <laughs> rings on her fingers. <laughs> sorry. Is, I sorry. hope this is how you tell the whole story, one word at a time. It takes four hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To okay. leave room in between the words for the ghost to get yeah. there. <laughs> okay. Here I go. <clears throat> Daisy Clark had been in the coma for months when the doctor said, she has finally died. Oh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how it was broken to you? That that Oh, my God. That doctor went off. Well, the doctor snapped. She has finally died. Yeah. She has finally died. <laughs> you don't have to yell, doctor. We're sitting next to you. And then it's just a cut. It's just cut from image to image of people all over the world celebrating. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo! Finally. Like, but as if the UFO is exploding in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> two, Daisy two, Clark. 2,000 Buddhist monks just getting to their feet, their arms up in the air. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. Bye, anyway. Bitch. <laughs> this bitch would not die. Oh my god. Literally every day. Coma. Every day. Coma. 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 Try something else, bitch. <laughs> she was buried in a cool summer day in a small cemetery about a mile from her home. Wait, it sounds nice. What uh, yeah, that actually place. it sounds really lovely. It makes a funeral sound like it's like she had tea in the afternoon by the shady tree. <laughs> I May- know, I'm like You want to have a funeral now? <laughs> no, yeah, I want like I I don't like being jealous of Davey, Daisy Clark again. Like, I know. Bitch. I know. <laughs> she just lords it over us. She sucks. <laughs> this is my favorite part. <clears throat> May her soul rest in peace, her husband said. But she didn't. What? <laughs> wow. Ladies, of course not. What an impersonal response from a husband. May her soul rest in peace. Well, she, keep in mind, she'd been in, co- in a coma for a oh, long time. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he had all that time to write a eulogy. And so he's like, uh, Daisy and I were married for 35 years. Um, may her soul rest in peace. <laughs> may her soul. He was like, ah, I just was so crazy with the prep for this thing that I never gave myself time to actually sit down. <laughs> um, he we said I had a whole speech kids. written. <laughs> he did the like, I had a speech written, but, and then he tore it up. And then he was like, wait, I actually. Um, I really needed that piece of paper. <laughs> uh, TK, TK, may her soul rest in peace. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, my God. But she didn't. She didn't. Late that night, a grave robber with a shovel and a lantern began to dig her up. Since the ground was still soft, he quickly reached the coffin and got it open. His hunch was right. Daisy had been buried wearing two valuable rings, a wedding ring with a diamond in it and a ring with a ruby that glowed as if it were alive. Mm. Oh. God, this, this is Daisy Clark. My God, I just hate her. <laughs> I know. She, she has like everything. a gorgeous ring and then another ring just for like fun. Daisy Clark is the Carolyn Calloway of the scary stories to tell in the dark universe. <laughs> Oh my We're god. Like, no, listen. She she is Mussolini. I've had a friend like this and she's the worst person who ever lived. <laughs> she's she literally Daisy Clark just got an OnlyFans now and it's like, okay. It has the scam run out that fast. <laughs> Oh my God, we're gonna find out that Daisy Clark was a real person and like a war hero. I know. Oh God, God. sorry. She's like a nurse. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oh a Clara God. Barton, if you will. Okay, <gasps> the thief got down on husband knees. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Wait, that's a line from the story. Is that in your? Is, are, our, our books are at the Forever Dog Studio, which we famously cannot get back Wait, to because of quarantine. It that's says on it husband knees. Yeah, that's what it says here. Hold like up. you've got down on husband knees. What if I okay? So like, <laughs> what if I accidentally because I like looked up the story online because you texted it to me, but then right. I looked up online. What if I'd accidentally looked up like an erotic version of the stories <laughs> <laughs> on husband knees? And they were like, the what? thief got down on husband knees the and only thing slowly think is it's a... slid his hand up her <laughs> no, milky no. thigh. No. <laughs> no. This dead bitch still got warm. He said, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Rachel. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just went to search rings on her fingers in the story and accidentally searched Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) But then, oddly, it just is the exact Um, thing that Rachel just said. No. Wait, I'm looking at the actual version of the story. It says the thief got down on his knees. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) what's my version then? I think maybe that was just a typo. 
It on says husband knees. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound like it could be an old-timey term, but that's just like what it means when you're a man and you kneel in front of a woman. That's called yeah, husband knees. Yeah, like when knees. you're proposing. Yeah, husband <laughs> knees. Husband yeah. knees. I'm going to I think I'm going to propose to her so I first I have to go to the jeweler to get the ring and then I have to go to the knee store to get husband <laughs> knees. <laughs> to get my husband knees. I just texted you the <laughs> story just in case. Because you mine goes off into and re- and reaching her yeah. Wait, no, you keep reading yours this and then we'll the just This is the same. Sure. It just says husband knees. <laughs> Mine says his s- knees. That, that is, is, oh, this so, husband is okay, so yeah. funny. Okay, let me keep going. I'll <laughs> what read a great off of, gaslighting. I'll read off of yours just in case. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. This is I'm reading off the, hus- the extra husband version. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what the Chrome extension where it changes the word his to husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm embarrassed. Okay, okay. <laughs> The thief got down on his knees Mm -hmm. and reached into the coffin to get the rings, but they were stuck fast on her fingers. So he decided that the only way to get them was to cut off her fingers with a knife. Oh, God. Not a scary knife. No, no monsters. Like from the show Legacy. No monsters here. But when he cut into the finger with the wedding ring, it began to bleed and Daisy (gasps) Clark began to stir. Suddenly, she sat up. Terrified, the thief scrambled to his feet. He accidentally kicked over the lantern and the light went out. He could hear Daisy climb out of her grave. As she moved past him in the dark, he stood there frozen with fear, clutching the knife in his hand. When Daisy saw... Oh, oh, okay. When Daisy saw him, she pulled her... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she pulled her husband shroud around her <laughs> and asked, who are you? <laughs> oh, my God, Daisy. Wait, I feel like that's what her voice is like. Or maybe it was like, when Daisy saw him, she pulled her shroud around her and asked, who are you? <laughs> either who are way, you? either way, it's, it's in the tone of um, a girl from New Jersey who's throwing her first party in New York. Yeah. And someone is there who she does not recognize. Who are you? Whose friend are you? Okay, who are you? Whose yeah. friend are you? Are you from <laughs> okay? Who bought you? <laughs> you dating or you live together or you're married? Why? Why would she bring you? Do you I didn't say, together? I you didn't don't? say plus one. If I don't know you plus, plus one, one, they're not invited. You gotta pay me. Show me what you eat and I'll charge you based on what you eat. Because I don't know you. And you don't live with her. <laughs> Did you take a white claw off the fridge? Come on. <laughs> when Daisy saw him, she pulled her shroud around her and asked, Who are you? When the grave robber heard this quote corpse speak, he ran. Daisy shrugged her shoulders and walked on and never once looked back. Wow, I am just this is ver- this reading of the story, I'm realizing how much of a sassy, absolutely sassy person this Daisy Clark is. Yeah, wild. But she's wait. a lot. Oh wait. Oh, there's one there's more. Okay. Yes. But in his fear and confusion. <laughs> <laughs> The thief fled in the wrong direction. He pitched headlong into her grave, (gasps) fell on the knife, and stabbed himself. While Daisy walked home, the thief bled to death. The end. That is fucking crazy. Oh my god. So this is there's kind of a trope of like my favorite murder did a whole episode about people being buried alive and that there was this huge thing where people were so afraid of this because of catatonia 
mm-hmm. that there would be like bells that would be attached to people's oh, yeah. coffins. But then the problem was then whenever there was like a windy day at night, just all of the bells would be ringing and people would be terrified. Um, right. But yeah. Ooh, scary. Yeah. It b- being – Maybe, you know, I'm not like other girls, but, like, I'm very afraid of being buried alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I guess go date someone else or a normal girl because you can't handle me and the fact that I'm afraid of being buried alive. Yeah, because me, personally, I don't want to die inside of a premature grave. <laughs> no, I don't like being close to stuff. It is so scary, though. The idea – the Something that really scares me is the idea of being like paralyzed and stuck in your own body and having thoughts but not being able to move or communicate and having yes. people not know that. Yeah. What's and that called? Locked in syndrome? Oh, yeah. It's so scary. Like it's just so horrifying. And and I mean obviously like being buried alive sounds horrible and is definitely one of my biggest fears. But I think like – the fear of the the fear of just like being alive and having my mental facilities but not being able to communicate it to someone i those that feels like a real thing that could happen yeah and i think those two fears are very related that's true that and also kind of thank goodness for this grave robber who was going to steal her rings cuz otherwise if he was if he was a good person doing his job she would have been she would have suffocated to death down there exactly you know um, it also like this doctor really yeah. added in for her. True villain like, of the story. Is I know. She, he's like, oh my god, I literally made plans to go to the beach today, and <laughs> I just she was supposed to die last week. Like it was on the calendar. It has to be it. Oh, she's, she's fine. She's finally died. <laughs> this does oh remind gosh. me of I think the first year I was teaching at NYU, I had a student meeting with with like a student whose play I had read, and I quickly realized that I had read the wrong student's play, <gasps> and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to in this half hour long conference. Oh my god! Um, make it seem like give advice that can be applied to any play, and mm-hmm. not like I I. I uh, relate to that doctor. In my case, it was not a life and death scenario. I hope this is the only time the doctor makes this mistake and he learns from it like I did in that one time. Um, <laughs> Wait, did your student know that you read the wrong play? Oh, probably. I think, I mean, I remember being in I remember being in school and having teachers give feedback that I was like, mm, you just weren't paying attention, were you? <laughs> so, no. but yeah, it was embarrassing enough that I was like, oh, I can never do that again. And I don't think I did. But yeah, that it was the it was like the most mortifying thing, and I do, I do feel like I gave notes in the tone of the doctor, which is like the thing is your characters are really de- like really delightfully specific, but um, maybe we can turn up the stakes a bit, like figure out like moment to moment what their stakes are. Oh my god! Yeah, just say moment to moment until they leave. Yeah, moment to moment, moment to moment, and they're just nodding and nodding, writing it down again and again. Uh huh. Um, Isn't that so scary? Because when you're like a college student and a young person at all, you take like everything that a person of authority says as law. And so like now being in any position of authority ever and knowing that people are just like bullshitting constantly or like, oh, stupid. (laughs) I'm stupid. (laughs) That's why I think it's 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 important to have – a um, disillusioning experience with an authority figure early on so that you're not like uh, someone who's just like, they're so much wiser than me always, you know? All all the time, yeah. I hope to be that disillusioning experience for somebody soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, I'm just thinking about grave robbing again. (laughs) 
weirdly. <laughs> Anna, just listen, just because you're on hiatus doesn't mean... No, I now have one day free and I'm instantly uh, <laughs> just thinking grave about my robbing. favorite thing. I'm just grave robbing. <laughs> um, it's crazy that but, that used to be a, just like a thing that people did. Right. Yeah, so people would rob graves either for valuables like gold and silver. Um, people would be wet, mar- uh, buried with weapons that people would want to take. Teeth? Um, teeth, definitely teeth. Yeah, Whoa. so... Also, um, we talked about this in the uh, uh, the Edinburgh episode about the grave robbers oh, there. Right. Something in hair? Gosh, I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Selling hair. I mean. No. <clears throat> oh, no. Though the guy's name was hair. Oh, hair and Burke. Burke and hair. That's right. Yeah. Um, grave robbers. So people would steal uh, bodies to sell to medical schools, which is oh. crazy. Yeah. That's dope. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just so funny to think about like. When you sit down and you look at like, well, what are my skills? What good can I bring into the world? And then landing on like, oh, steal bodies. I'll just steal bodies. Yeah, I'll just I'll just steal bodies. <laughs> that for me feels like me. Like you can well, you know what? Let's look on the right side. The like what are the positives? You make yeah. your own you make your own um hours. Correct. Yeah. They're sort of you're sort of limited to like when your hours are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's sort of like Uber where it's like there are certain times where you will have better chance of right. making money. Right. Yeah. But like you can like you keep everything you take. That's true. That's true. It. Yeah, it's just full, hard. Full commission. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know. I always think about with grave digging. It kind of is. It's like as soon as there were supermarkets or like Kmart's or things, I feel like grave grave robbing went down because it was like, oh, I could just go somewhere for everything. As opposed to like, first I'm going right. to go and rob a grave and then I'm going to sell the jewelry and then I'm going to take, you know, like, instead it's just like we, ha- we we can skip the middleman. We're just going straight to buying a whole bunch of stuff at one place. Well, and that's sort of like what Warby Parker did for glasses <laughs> is sort of what yeah. I'm hoping to do for grave robbing today. Hey, yeah. how many times have you found yourself digging up a body just to take their glasses? It's like one of those flat lay Instagram ads, but it's like some dirt, an old ring, like a, a triangle. Uh, it's like all in teal and millennial pink. And-, well, and I wonder if there's an element like it's funny when you think about um, all of the curse language around like Egyptian tombs and that probably a big part of it was just like just dissuade people from desecrating just like from getting in there and stealing stuff you got to be like yeah and also then a giant dust yeah yeah it's cursed so sorry you can't get in yeah yes so So that was like a big motivating factor for the tombs was Mm -hmm. to like not just maintain someone's legacy and have it be like a big symbol of how rich and important they are but also to prevent people from robbing the graves yeah. and like getting in there and messing around with the body like if you had enemies oh. um and that's also why that's also why there are like those mausoleums i mean i think the main thing is to show off like look how rich we are we can buy all this marble or whatever right right um but it became more of a big thing in the mid to late 19th century in north america um and the belief was it would be easier for a resurrectionist or grave robber to dig up a grave a resurrectionist to, isn't that wild spooky dooky that's um, really spooky dooky it'd be easier for them to dig up a grave rather than topple down iron or steel doors guarding the mausoleum wow um, but a flaw in the design of the mausoleum i'm reading from our favorite book um wikipedia uh-huh was a stained glass or other windows within almost every family between the 18th and 19th century had a religious affiliation as such many of these families usually christian would put stained glass within the mausoleums no the grave robbers would then just have to smash the glass to break in and retrieve the body 
Making it even easier, around the 1830s, families began to fear burying family members. The living relatives would stand guard inside the mausoleum and would sometimes get trapped, <gasps> only to be discovered upon the death of the next family member. Oh, so, oh no. uh, I will say after this is a citation needed. Uh, <laughs> classic. <laughs> to remedy this, oh. families would put a spare key somewhere within the mausoleum and create doors with two-way locks. That's in very short, scary. Oh, my God. In short, grave robbers could break a window, recover the body, find the key, and walk straight out the front door. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That is, oh my God. I, I can't get over, I, I think like what's scary to me about the idea of grave robbing, it's it's not the idea of having my grave robbed, it's the idea of, of finding myself in a position where I have to rob a grave. You know when you watch movies, <laughs> like I, I, that just, that stresses me out. I'm like, oh, like I feel like I'll have a nightmare about this now where like yeah. somehow I'm having to rob a grave and I, I have no control over it. I don't want to see the skelly. I don't want to see the skelly. I don't want to like, see the skelly. I don't want to see the skelly. I think that's normal, Rachel. You shouldn't want to have to see the skelly. I want to see the skelly. My dad's law firm managed this case in South Florida where a Jewish cemetery, the people running it, were not burying people in the right (gasps) plots. Whoa. Where were they putting them? Just wherever? Like stacking them on top of each other. Oh, my God. Because because graveyards in Florida are prime real estate, I guess, because the waterbed is so high. And so, like, where are you going to bury people? Um, and, and yeah, like my brother Pete, who was, uh, um, working at the law firm at the time had to go and, and like videotape as they were in the process of, uh, the case against this funeral home or cemetery group. Uh, and he was like, it was so bizarre how not like, um, like movie dead bodies actual dead bodies look like he was like i never want to think about it again it was like it was so scary and he was like probably probably because like as a as a human being like looking at what you know like looking at what you will look like one day when you're buried is like a really frightening thing to confront we were they like exhuming bodies like was he looking at like decayed bodies yeah yeah it was because then they had to go they were like having to go back and fix it and they had to like someone who i guess worked for the company that owned the graveyard had tipped them off and then and then and then the thing is then you have to obviously enough enough people customers customers is a weird way to put it but that's just like in this yeah. case what they were um had to then complain and sign off on having the graves exhumed and sometimes there'd be like nobody there'd be like <gasps> no and then they'd be like well where is it like that's where actually is, much scarier than yeah. looking at a dead body is like where digging is up a grave and no one in there but that's what's crazy is horrifying. this was this was like one of the I, i'm sure this has happened elsewhere but it was kind of a big case because this is very common for pet cemeteries but not Whoa. so common for uh, uh human being cemeteries where there have been a lot of cases suing pet cemeteries who like they are not oh. buried them in the plots it's just yeah, like because that's expensive yeah right well then there was the issue at the tri-state crematory what's um, that in 2002 they they had 350 bodies that were supposed to be cremated that <gasps> were just never cremated but were like dumped around the site oh yeah it's not good oh no where, where was that in georgia yes in oh. georgia oh, <laughs> crazy yeah it's not good yeah. Um. And the person was just released from prison in 2016. Oh, that's very scary. And that feels like if there is a supernatural world, like that guy's going to get ghosted for the whole rest of his life. Right. You know? 
Oh my God. And uh, it's just crazy. Um, It also should be noted that like grave robbing was something like everything else that affected people based on their uh, gender, race and class, Um, especially like, yeah, just uh, back in the 18th and 19th centuries when grave robbing was a big deal. It was medical schools going into like potter's fields and like cemeteries were segregated too. So they just go to black cemeteries and um, especially Native Americans, too. And that they, this was just something that they did that they weren't embarrassed about. But then a, a woman was stolen from Trinity Church. And then there was like <gasps> a reward for her body to be brought back. And like there's this big outcry. Um, but then like medical schools were just straight up going. Um, they'd go at night. But like. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, like just let dead bodies be. So let's talk about this illustration real fast. It is a really beautiful one, right? It's, it's like a woman in a white gown. Yeah, it almost seems sort of like it's got a under the Tuscan sun sort of vibe to it. Yeah, like Diane Lane. Yeah, very her much hand so. is outstretched as she walks on like a dusty path. She's wearing a shawl. <laughs> Um, sort of a muumuu situation. I love that she was buried in her muumuu. I respect that. You want to be comfortable. I'm not wearing a bra on my grave. Um, no. She's the the graveyard is sort of on the right side, and there's some. It's all diagonally. Which if a grave is dia- if a grave is diagonal, I'm scared. Yeah. But, it it means someone's not doing their someone's job. Someone's not doing their job right. The ground is soft. Um, <laughs> the sun or moon is in the sky. There's a lot of Stephen Gamble sort of roots hanging over this trellis, which is like the the focus it's like an archway and i guess oh, oh trellis you know that's what? the way i always thought she was walking away from us but i guess if the graveyard's behind her and, and she's walked through this thing i guess she's walking toward us i oh, never realized oh, that's that even scarier <gasps> okay Ski? that's a spooky point of view it's good um, so before we go rachel well, there's a little section of our show where we like to cast the story mm-hmm. in the event that this was a film um ah. And what would who would be your go to move for Daisy Clark? Oh my god, she's a handful. She's sort of fun, but she's hot and she's dead. <laughs> oh my god, she's hot. She's dead. She's waking up from a coma. She's kind of a dumb bitch. <laughs> this is so hard, you guys. I know this is a tricky one. Uh, someone that's someone that's uh, like jumping to mind weirdly for me is Kate Hudson. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's yeah. good. Or you like, know? honestly, a Cameron Diaz. Oh, Cameron Diaz yeah. is a great move. Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. I just watched Alicia Silverstone in a horror movie called The Lodge last night. Whoa. She has a cameo and it's shocking. Lodge? Is it a recent wow. movie? It's a recent movie. It's from the same director or directors of the movie Goodnight Mama, which I was so disturbing and I never want to think about it again. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, it, I, I, The Lodge was good. I had to stop watching because it was making me sad, but it was very scary. Oh, my God. I also could see, I don't know how much acting she's doing, but I I, I just think someone should have really great cheekbones. And I think Normani mm. would do a good job with this role. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Absolutely. And she. Wait, what about the doctor? With the, stars. the doctor? Oh, I mean, oh, it's Lady Bird having reverse <gasps> sneeze fit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's who we're casting like as the doctor. I think maybe Bob Odenkirk or like a Tim Meadows or yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's finally dead. She's finally dead. <laughs> oh, also Matt Rogers. I feel like would do very well. That's a great. That's a great direction for Matt to go in. <laughs> Um, and Rachel, which of the kids, which of the hot teen actors from Legacies would play the Gravedigger? Oh my God. I don't know any of their names. 
Just describe um, their haircut. Okay, there's sort of one main guy that has kind of like wavy hair, like he maybe slept on it. It's kind <laughs> of like scruffy, and I feel like he would be the grave digger. Mm-hmm. Scruffy hair is very much the vibe. I definitely like a scruffy hair. Like a scruffy hair situation. <laughs> I like if this is the first bad decision he's ever made in his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> like, this In the sitcom version, it's like things have been not going well for him, but he's a good guy. And then suddenly in the first episode, what do you know? He becomes a grave digger. Oh, yeah. great. And then we have empathy when he bleeds out in her, her, in her empty grave. Exactly. Some, yeah. Some kind of preppy teen. Rachel, <laughs> it's been such a true treat to have you on the podcast. Wow, we just love you. Thank you so much thank for having you, me to talk about grave robbing um, for an hour. Conf- <laughs> we're going to end it on a, a quick segment uh, uh-huh. called uh, Scary Ideas for Things That Could Happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a one or two sentence description of something that could happen that could be scary. It's just an idea or, or something. Right. Um, so I will start. Okay. You are graduating from high school and you have your robe on, you have your little dress from JCPenney and your heels from Payless and you go to put on your cap and you look in the little cloth part of the hat and inside of it you see there's a little desk, a little chair and a little nude man who looks up at you and says... Congratulation. <laughs> that, that could, could happen. happen. That could happen. Okay, I've got okay, one. Okay, Andrew, you go. I've got one. Um, you deserve a, a break today. So you reach into your cupboard, you pull out a bag of Werther's Originals. You peel open the wrapper, but you discover that the Werther's Original is not its normal shape. It's shaped... Like a human head, and not any human head, but your head. But you still pop it in your mouth, and as you begin to suck on it, your head begins to melt. That could happen. That could happen. That could happen. I feel like what I was thinking thematically is related to yours, which is you've had a long day working at the mall. You get home and it's 11.30 p.m. Your boyfriend, who also works at the mall but in the morning, (laughs) is already asleep, a lump under the blankets. You get in bed and you peel the blankets back to look at him, but it's not your boyfriend. It's your own corpse. Oh, (gasps) that could happen, happen. Rachel. Rachel. That's and very scary. It has. That was a scarer. Um, oh my god. Rachel, where can folks find you online? Um, I am at Rachel Winitsky on Twitter and Instagram. My Instagram is trash. Um <laughs> <laughs> don't follow me there. Um, and you can find me robbing graves Tuesdays <laughs> and Thursdays. Amazing. In Queens. Like part-time. <laughs> In just Queens, everybody, don't be asking Rachel to go to the Bronx. I will not go to the Bronx. I only, uh, I rob, like, it's kind of like an alt graves. It's like, so. Oh, Rachel. Rachel. Thanks for joining us. Love you. Love you. And everybody else, get get out. out. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.